Hello and welcome to Team Franco Bodybuilding Podcast. This is Joe Franco and we are on episode number 45. What we're going to discuss today is just what the title tells us, placements and judging. And pretty much the reason why I wanted to put this one out because over the last three weeks, um, I was at different bodybuilding shows. So it was good to see and be involved in different ways and watch people's emotions and see the actual judging panels and being part of a judging panel. So it gives me a lot of perspective in addition to all the years I've been coaching clients to compete, promoting shows, judging. And there are a number of things that first timers don't quite understand or even more experienced people they don't understand or don't accept and that's what I want to cover today about the ins and outs of actual placements in a bodybuilding event and sometimes how the judging works and what to expect when it comes to that actual fact. Now I know out of the 44 podcasts that I've done, I've probably touched on this before. So excuse me if I'm repeating myself, but I thought doing a dedicated podcast on these topics would be a beneficial, uh, you know, would be an asset, you know, because gratefully we're in the bodybuilding season. It started off strong. As you know, I had my show back in May, a big show. I have one coming up in two weeks. Another good turnout for the summer, and then I have one in the fall, which I'm also excited over. So I'm not going to talk about prep in itself and all that, but the two things that are definite or absolute about a bodybuilding show is that one, you have no idea who else is going to be showing up. Unless you're scamming social media and when you get the order of events and you freak out and you got to look at everyone else. I mean, that's another thing. But technically and typically, you have no idea who you're going to be compared to. That is something that you have to get over. And that is something that you cannot control. Uh, you can control your posing, which you've heard me talk about, your diet, your prep, the length of diet, freaking nail it, your suit, your tan, all that stuff you can control. But when you were on stage, and I say this in my posing class all the time, when you were on stage, it's done. You cannot control who you're going to be standing next to. The other absolute or the other thing is typically you have no idea who the judges are, hopefully not, and you don't know how they're going to judge you that particular day. And I'm going to go into greater depth into both of them, but I'm going to lead off with the judging. Typically, most shows will have five to seven judges. I prefer to have seven because that fixes any imperfections. When there's seven judges, the high and the low score get dropped. So if there's any inconsistencies, it gets leveled out. The five judges that are remaining scores are tallied up. And obviously, the low score gets the higher placement. But these people shouldn't have never ever seen you before. You've never seen them before in most cases. But I get it. I mean, the natural bodybuilding community tightened it. You're going to see some judges doing the same shows. You may run across them, social media, all that stuff. 
But again, as a competitor, you have no idea what the judges are going to look for. And to their defense, sometimes, unfortunately, if you're doing, say, a figure class and the criteria is not met, and you may see that more like in the beginner type classes like debut or novice, where, you know, obviously figure is more muscular, leaner, symmetry, all that stuff over the other division of bikini and women's physique. Yes, we're looking for more muscularity, more leanness, and all that stuff. But sometimes, like a novice division may not have that criteria. So therefore, they're going to look for the best physique. That's the hardcore truth. Now, it can be a little bit more trickier when it comes to bikini or even men's physique. Because, yeah, there's criteria in them where the men's physique should not be looking like a professional bodybuilder. And the bikini should not be looking like a figure competitor with ripped abs. And I saw that at the last show that I actually had judged. I didn't keep score, but I was the guy calling out the poses, telling them what to do, mixing it up. And there was one bikini competitor, awesome physique, but she did not have the criteria. And unfortunately, in her position, she did not win. But the rest of the judging panel, I think, judged her properly. I think she got second or third or whatever. I mean, she was judged accordingly. She looked great. But she did not fit the criteria. So that was good judging a couple weeks ago. But the point that I'm trying to get at from a competitor's point of view is that you simply cannot control what they're going to be looking for that particular day. Now, you hope you're going to be judged fair. Okay. I mean, personally, I'll use the same few judges and I'll try to change up at least two judges per show. And within those two or three new judges, I like to try out someone new only because it's always good to have a variety of people, meaning male, female, different races, backgrounds, age levels, and all that. Instead of having seven, you know, 30-year-old white guys, you want a good mix of people because the judging is going to be mixed up. You're going to have all sorts of people and backgrounds and all that great stuff on stage. So those are the type of judges that you want also. Sometimes you don't see that. But I take pride where I'll use two or three, sometimes maybe four of the same judges because they're reliable, they're good, they cover all the divisions, and then have another two, three, mix it up from show to show. But unfortunately, sometimes people can't make it, so there you got to go back to a judge you used before. And there's nothing wrong with that as long as their judging is good. And I'll be the first one to tell you that I've had judges where I haven't had them back because they're scoring... Now, again, you don't expect it to be balls on, everyone saying, oh, Peggy Sue, she got first place. I mean, no, you, people can view her a different light. But if someone had, you know, five to six judges have someone in first, but then one judge had them in fifth, well then, all right, what was that one judge thinking or whatnot? There's going to be some one or two placement bounce, as I call it. So if Someone came in third, you know, the final placement, and some people may have them, that, that person in fourth, that in second, in third. You can have that little bounce, and that's okay because that will even out and be fair judging when it comes to the end of it. But again, as a competitor, I'm repeating myself, you cannot control it. I mean, that's the toughest part about bodybuilding, you know, bodybuilding, and that's all the divisions. 
you're in control. You love having that control of every little detail. But when you step on stage, the only thing you can control is your presentation and your posing. Your physique work is done. So it's just you're hoping that you are going to be the best that day and that you're going to win. But that goes back to my point talking about placements. Okay. Now, the problem with placements is you have no idea, again, repeating myself, who else is going to show up. I've, you know, over the last three weeks, and I'll throw in my show back in May, each division is different, meaning there's going to be a different number of competitors in each division. And it's, it's pretty much common sense, easy math. The more people that you have in a particular division, the greater the competition will be. The fewer, the fewer, you know, great people. It's just common knowledge. Um, again, as a spectator, competitor, and a promoter of all these years, you almost see it in thirds. So say you have 10 people doing men's physique. There's going to be the top third. You know what? These guys have been at it for quite a while. They've been training. You know, they're more experienced. They're a little bit older. Then you get the middle third. Yeah, maybe a few years. Maybe they did one show or maybe they have great genetics. And then there's the bottom third, which is the total newbies or the one person who lost a lot of weight and made great progress and they're using this as a celebration. Now, from a coach's perspective, they're all winners because they're all reaching a goal of stepping on stage and hopefully looking their best to previous years or if there's their first show, they look like they belong on stage. Now, even that bottom third belong on stage, but they just don't have the experience just yet or the time to you know develop themselves and we all have to start somewhere. So that is the way that I look at it. And if you have... 30 men's physique competitors, well, those thirds get bigger in numbers. So you're going to have 10 great guys, 10 guys in the middle, and 10 guys just starting out. So therefore, you cannot control that. I can give you an example where the past weekend show that I judged, the men's turnout for divisions was strong considering the number of competitors. And the women's divisions were weaker, meaning there just wasn't as many. You know, the couple of the women that I saw look fantastic, but there just wasn't many. So sometimes if you're competing, you may look your all time best, no matter what the division is, you fit the criteria. But when you step on stage, there could be more of you. So therefore, it's a bigger class, more women. So it's going to be harder. It's going to be harder to have that higher placement. And then just vice versa, where... I don't know. I think the last show when I was helping my wife out, I thought I saw the order of events and there might have been five or six figure competitors. That's it. So it's easier to win your pro card. It's just numbers, you know, so therefore you have a greater chance. So the point that I'm getting at is that when you enter the show and you're fully competitive and believe me, I've been there. I was all about winning, wanting to win my pro card, winning shows, kicking ass, and it wasn't until, you know, I've talked about this before in previous podcasts where I realized it was the journey, the evolution, which truly does matter much more to me. But you can't control how your placement's going to be because sometimes it's deciding on how many people you're going against. That's really the take-home point. 
I had a client years ago. Great solid bill, bikini competitor, does her first show, she wins her pro card. And there wasn't a whole lot, and she even told me, she's like, wow, what am I going to do with this? I don't deserve to be considered a pro. I mean, she won, she beat five or six other girls, but would she be able to compete at the pro level, at least for the OCB? <laughs> Probably not, but she did win. Now, some people, that's all they want, all right? And that's all you want to show off your social media, your twit-twatting and all that stuff, that's great. But ideally, I mean, how many people did you beat? You know, was it one of those shows just not a whole lot of people showed up? I mean, it can happen. You know, I can all right, give you some insight, you know. My show coming up in two weeks, the figure division is stacked. And, I mean, it's a decent size event, but figure is strong. There's going to be three figure height divisions like there was back in May, but I have like 30 less competitors compared to May. So what does that tell you? More figure competitors. It's going to be hard, you know, winning your pro card in that. And it's no reflection of your hard work or your preparation. It's just a numbers game. So that's why placements can be dicey, you know. I mean, I'll give you another example talking about placements and judging and everything. I had a client doing an NPC show. She's drug free. And she was all worried about. Because when she got the order of events and she's, oh my God, look at this woman. And I'm like, listen, you know, they may screw up. They may not look that good. And when she stepped on stage with the other one, she blew her away. So I don't know why I threw that story out there. But I guess the point is, is that if you get the order of events, don't go freaking out. You know, because usually when people put pictures before they compete, they're finding the best lighting, the best angle, the best time of the day. It doesn't mean jack squat because the stage is an even playing field when it comes to all that stuff. So to recap and to hopefully remember a few things. When you're a competitor, placement is all depending on how many people you're competing with. Depending on what the judges are looking for that day. Depending on what the criteria is for your particular division. And depending on how they see you. Okay? Because again... As far as the judging, you're not in control. As far as the placements, you're not in control. You're only in control of everything that you did leading up to that day. Now, the judges also, you have to take this in consideration. They're instructed by the head judge or the promoter to look at the criteria for the particular organization. Now, some of these natural organizations, they may have different guidelines. If you want to get into the nitty-gritty, they have different guidelines what they look for you know, between all the divisions. So that's something that you want to familiarize yourself with also. I think I covered it all. Let's see. Let me just, I didn't do any writing down for this podcast. It was the top of my head and just, I had some quiet time in the house. So I figured let's bang it out. So again, placements are cool, but they should never dictate your progress. You've probably heard me say that before. See me doing social media posts. Yes, we all want to win. We all want to place high. Oh, here's another little thing. And I've gotten this before from first-time clients that have competed before. They're like, hey, Joe. And hopefully you guys are still listening because this is a good one. Hey, Joe, I came in my first show. I was in fifth place. My second show, I came in third place. So I am expecting to win now. Now, 
I don't know what the competition was like. You know, I have no idea if there are two different organizations. Yes, this person could be improving with every single passing year, which is fantastic, which is our goal. But just because you may improve a little bit more doesn't mean that you're going to get first place. It all goes back to what I was talking about before that, well, maybe when this person came in third place, the class wasn't as stacked. Or maybe they, if judges thought her physique was pretty good that day, whatever it is. So when they do that third show, they don't come in first. Well, and she does look better. Well, guess what? Maybe the division was just deeper that time. So you can't control that. That should not decide your fate on wanting to compete again unless you're totally done and you're, you know, you're a freakazoid. I tell this to my clients. I mean, if you're improving show to show, that's a win. And yes, deep down inside, we want to win. We want to take that first place prize. But in the end, it's still you versus you. It's, that's what really what it comes down to. It's you versus you making that progress, and the chips will fall eventually in your favor. That I can promise. You know, when I work with clients for two years or more, they are winning shows. They're winning their pro cards. I had that extra time underneath my belt. And just sometimes they may not win their pro cards because, you know, they go up a juggernaut. You know, someone just looks freaking fantastic. And that happens too. You know, genetics does play a big role, as I've determined, you know, talked about before, especially when you are at the pro level. So let's try to wrap this up again. If I don't, another little thing pops up in my head. Focus on what you can control all the way up until the day, and that's your posing, your eating right, your water intake, all that stuff, whatever you're instructed. Have fun on the stage. How you place, yes, can reflect on how you feel, but you got to look at yourself. If you're going into the day, you know you looked better, and when you see those stage shots before you get your placement, that's a win, okay? Because sometimes the judges can screw it up. It happens, you know, depending on what the panel's looking at. But again, most of the time they get it right. But you cannot control what they are thinking because they are strangers, and they've never seen you for the first time in most cases. So I'm going to wrap this one up. Um... If you guys have any questions or concerns about anything, you know you can reach out to me at fitfranco at verizon.net. You can hit me up for coaching, teamfrancobodybuilding.com, or just message me on whatever format you may see me around. I'll talk to you soon, guys. Take care.